uh, for football. It's only, this is all about the beautiful game, football. Well, here we talk to players before they become professionals. We talk to professionals, we talk to coaches, and we talk to fans of the game. Uh, we also cover hot topics and you know, present our views on football news. Uh, for Football is Only is brought to you by the DC 11 Project. Uh, you can learn more by going to dcxiproject.com. Starting and as time kind of went on, especially as it now pertains to Aspire, was um, you know seeing that the players that we had, they were they were good, um, hardworking kids, whatever. But what was really happening was we were missing raw talent. You know what I'm saying? And um, it was a lot of kids that were just willing. They would pay. They're, they're going to pay anyways to play. So it wasn't even like I could have said the fee was $400 a season. They're going to pay. So it's those, you know, this type of players as opposed to players that just was hungry. And so um, we had uh, some information that maybe we should open this up to schools. And so I started looking into in the, um, a player that went to uh, joined our team, went to Paint Branch. And so I had a tryout at Paint Branch. And it was uh, almost 20, 25 people showed up. And I'm like, whoa, this is, this is crazy. You know what I'm saying? And then as I talk to them, I'm realizing these guys, I say, so what team are you on now? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, no, we don't play on, I don't play on a team. I was like, do you even play for a high school team? No, we don't play on a high school team. I'm like, how is this possible? How are you guys, you know, even high school, I thought they would have been playing. But there's a lot of process in that. But in terms of club ball, they just weren't playing. Or I, I hear a lot of stories that I was on a team that was too expensive. And da, 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 da. So then that I would say really that's where it became a drive of just instead of just coaching to more branding something that's going to help youths get into the sport. And then you flash back to where I was saying about Jamaica, about not having to play that whole drive was like, yeah, these nobody should be not say you don't pay because obviously we need to coaches need to eat. No question. But there's a different way in which, which is why I work with a lot of the um, I'm working, I work with corporate sponsors to fund those things because we, we're getting it from instead of taking it from parents, we can take it from the businesses that want their things advertised. They want their names out there. They get tax write off anyways for half the stuff. So it's just channeling or tapping into that um, to kind of create something different. Um, so that's kind of where you know you could say the journey begun or journey stand, especially with me. So. Yeah. Was that the longest? Was that the longest uh, response I gave you? <laughs> but it's, I, mean, it, it, I gave you a lot. The, the beautiful story. Yeah, yeah there's correct. so much. Like, yes. this, at so many points, I wanted to chime in. Yeah. Um, the only point I chimed in, I guess, was Patrick's, because Patrick's. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> those kicks, I mean, those were whoo. Yeah. You know, that's okay. the first time I've ever heard about that. Is it like, yeah, it has, really? like a, it has a P it has a P on there? Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. with like a, a design. Yeah. Is it Patrick Vieira? Oh no. No, no, no. no, no. no. It, was, it was way before Patrick Vieira. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, Patrick like, Umbro was yeah. the was the jersey, and yeah. Patrick was my shoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. A couple of things I want to just go back on. The first yeah, thing yeah. is the shock to your system when you came and you play the Latino team in, yeah. you know, in uh, Wheaton. Yeah. And they washed you guys. Mm-hmm. And then you go and play your league. You know, that's supposed to be, you know, all the, the mm-hmm. classically trained kids. And it's, it's just night and day. Right. Yeah. And so this is something I talk about. James can tell everybody knows this. I talk yeah. about this all the time because. Like 
what I do, like, you know, what I do with, with Michael and, and, and kids that mm-hmm. like follow us is like, um, I mean, you know this as well. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I just drop, uh, you know, I, I like to drop him and, and them in, in these different environments. Yeah. And, and it's like clockwork. You see these kids in Langley Park or, you know, in these pr- predominantly immigrant places. Yeah. yeah. That can ball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Right. And then. You know, like I'm always wondering what happens, right? Because like these kids are light years ahead of all the other kids in all these club programs, these big, mm-hmm. you know, all the mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. And then come, you know, like teenage years, and then you go to, you know, you go to high school or even mm-hmm. uh, college, D1. Mm-hmm. None of them are there. Absolutely, nah. Do you know what I mean? So like a whole different thing. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So so you know, I I know you're doing that work. Um, well, yeah, but it's, I know, I, yeah, no, I know what you're saying, but still it's the beyond, even, even though I am, there is challenges there that, um, you know, but for sure, yeah. uh, I'll leave it for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. So just, just like for you, like, well, uh, how, how did you process that, you know, in your head, like, when you, when you playing the, you know, the team we, and they, they're just ball it all you guys man it felt like playing mexico honestly it felt like you, you stepped in seriously, like the national team the conca cap finals and it was you know you versus them and it was i, I just did they were they were just ballers yeah. you know what i'm saying and that, like i said it was just they um you know and they they're uh it, it was an experience and I always remember because we do it once a year we do it once a year preseason mm-hmm. and it was like oh we gotta play uh we got to play them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, and when I, when I mentioned Mexico, it's the same, like, like how Mexico moves, like you watch Mexico, they play off the, they're running off. You know what it is? As I, as I'm older, as an understand as a coach, it's the runs off the ball. Yeah. That stuff is, I mean, yeah, they'll, they'll do all this dribbling stuff, but it's the guys flying this way and that way. And you're trying to figure out wh- why he's running this way. All of a sudden he's, you know, on yeah. sides. And, and that's kind of like how uh, a Mexico plays, but they, it's just the idea of, um sheer just understanding and pressure i guess maybe that's what it felt like you know just constant pressure you know you thought you made a tackle and it was a clearance no the other guy gets it back and you gotta make another <laughs> it's, it's just a constant thing and so then it's never um and it's just yeah you're right and so naturally they have it um uh, much like you know, like I said, you know, in 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 Jamaica and in the in the Caribbean and, and uh, in Africa, yes, it's like that too, I'm sure. But it's um, they just get it earlier because that is the sport. You know, what I'm saying it's not. Um, you know, I would say you know, I always say like, had this country took that sport like a true passion, much like we would any of the other ones, the basketballs and whatnot, then yeah, it's a different story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, no, you know, one. I mean, the the big thing is actually with that group in particular is mm-hmm. they're playing pickup nonstop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's true. That is true. So the, the same way they're playing, you know, the same way we play pickup back home, like in Jamaica, yes, etc. Yes, like yes, the, the, and, right. They manage to retain that as they come here, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so you know. The kids, you know, it starts early. Like the, I'm, I'm talking real early, like yeah. two, three. The kids yeah. are at the parents' pickups, and you know they're doing their thing, just running around the side, and they, they continue that, and it just, it just continues. Um, and so, you know, technically, that's why they're so 
much further ahead than you know most of the kids that are even playing organized ball because mm-hmm. their their level of comfort with the ball is just you know is different. Um, but yeah, no, that that's that's crazy. The other the other story that you brought up that uh, made me die laughing was about having to run the Cooper. You know, when you go into oh, the yeah. preseason, yeah, <laughs> because it like as you say that, I'm wondering if there was like a mandate at all. You know, like because it seems like everybody's doing it. Everybody did it. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, I remember oh. my first like. I was like this in the same the same way you had that when when everybody gets on the line, right? Yeah. And everybody in the you know the whistle blows yeah. and everybody's supposed to start running mm-hmm. and these guys are sprinting. Yes. The first thing that occurred to me, I was like, "There's no way you can sprint <laughs> like and, two miles yes, or three yes. miles. Like this is and like and everybody's just flying and then mm-hmm. you know like there's like a two uh like a five second period where I'm just I was frozen yeah. and I realized no, I gotta go <laughs> like you, you're either now you know you just swing <laughs> and swim yeah, <laughs> yeah. no and then after like I remember my first my first Cooper my first preseason yeah. like when I at, at the the second half of the last lap. Mm-hmm. The body just died, right? Mm-hmm. And the, so it was all just heart. And what my what am I t- so they had teammates on the sideline? Like mm-hmm. I'm at like at this point, I'm at like 11 uh 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 11 40, mm-hmm. and I still have half a left to go, right? <laughs> and so like everybody, like all, all the guys that had finished, yeah, it's just like yeah. just move your legs, just pump your legs, just move your legs, <laughs> like, 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 you know, it, and then as soon as I crossed that line, yeah. when I tell you, I just dropped. Like it was like I made it. I was like at eleven fifty nine. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, for the Cooper, because that was the game. Like you had to pay. Like if you don't, if, yeah, you, if you don't do it under under twelve, you got to then you. This I mean, it's all kinds of punishment during pre. Like it's it's like it's crazy. Like you even your time, your, your playing mm-hmm. time gets gets impacted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but I mean that was the. Like I feel like anybody that played college or pro ball from the mid nineties to the mid two thousand had to experience that. Yeah, it was like I don't know. Well, they're doing it now, man. It's like uh, they're still doing the coupon. They're still doing it right now. That's what I'm saying. I'm seeing the packets from the kids right now, and it's the same thing. Hasn't changed. Now maybe some schools have changed it up, but for sure, I I can tell you right now, there's some kids right now I'm looking at right now. Also, do like the beep test as well. I guess it's very similar as well. Yeah. No, the beat test is even better. The coop, like, there's no need, James. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. We're not Olympic. Like, I got a goalkeeper right now that's worried about making it, and he's. I'm like, he's a goalkeeper. I was like, you're a goalkeeper. They can't possibly hold you. But then I'm like, maybe they are. I don't know. They are. No. Yeah. I mean, no, everybody was like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody had to do it. Yeah, everybody then, had to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So in the summer, like around late July, everybody mm-hmm. starts training. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even after you do all that training, it's still brutal. Like, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's yeah, crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, but no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So as you were talking, right, mm-hmm. um, I'm, the question I have in my head is, who was your football idol when you were, especially when you came here, you know, because mm-hmm. um, when you were there, when you were in Jamaica, you, you know, you had direct exposure to the Jamaicans, you know, like mm-hmm, different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but when you came here, Mm-hmm. And you guys started watching more, you know, international games, etc. Who who was your football idol then? All right. So I'll backtrack it just a one step because even when I was in Jamaica, there was this because he went to the same school I went to uh, St. George's. 
there was a player that was uh, named Andy Williams. Andy Williams was, uh, I would say, probably the first Jamaican to make the MLS. And so um, the way Jamaica structured the, the Manning Cup is you're pretty much the biggest tournament in the, it's a high school tournament, but it's the finals. And you have, in fact, you have more player, more people show up at a Manning Cup game than a professional game in Jamaica. It's a big deal. But Andy Williams was who I sort of was like, yeah, yeah. And because, you know, you sort of hear the legend Andy Williams and he played for Real Salt Lake uh, in the MLS. And so obviously when I moved in 91, we were taken. And when I moved over, you know, I'm starting to follow him a little bit more. And then where it got probably a little bit more interesting as I moved into college was uh, uh, Ricardo Gardner. So Ricardo Gardner was also another Jamaican mm-hmm. that played in, um, he played for Bolton Wanderers at the time. And uh, he went to a, a rival school of mine, Wilmers, and it was, you know, just to see someone literally your age playing on the reggae boys in the World Cup, playing in the um, on Bolton Wanderers, uh, was like, because I'm, you know, because I'm in college at that time, and he's making these moves. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is inspirational. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as I start to watch, I get, I would almost say uh, Ricardo brought me a little bit more into EPL because that's where I was like, I was like watching, you know, Bolton a little bit more. Um, but then at the same time, you know, I always had Thierry Henry as my guy. And so, you know, he, I was following him at Monaco. Following him. So there's always that in the background. And then, you know, him, him in Arsenal just kind of took it a different level. And then that whole invincible era, which I know we talked about before, but Henri really was, if it was one player that I, I followed and, and, and kind of had that, it would have been Robert, uh, uh, would have been Thierry Henry and Roberto Carlos. I would say those, those two are the ones I definitely were. Because um, yeah. Carlos, Roberto Carlos definitely played a position I played. And I, yeah. a lot of the game that I was playing, especially on the left, was mimicking his style, I almost want to say. But just in terms of sheer art, it was uh, it was uh, Thierry Henry, and then in sheer terms of 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 someone pushing you or pushing you further, it would have been like say Ricardo Gardner or somebody like that on that side. <clears throat> okay, actually, you know what I was I thought you were gonna say, uh, given you had that Jamaican trend going, I thought you were yeah. gonna say Ian Wright. Oh, Ian Wright, no, 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 yeah, no. Ian came on a little bit further on for me, so I never really followed it because Ian Ian is, I believe he's. English born, I think. I believe. I think think he's born down. He's born, uh, possibly. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Uh, But definitely, we, you know, we have, um, see, because the the one player, if it's one player that, that, okay, now if you one player, if you want to say that is (laughs) Jamaican, that people were like, if you were in Jamaica at that time and everybody was like, that guy is Johnny Barnes. Okay. Yeah, Johnny Barnes on Liverpool was the Jamaican guy. He was English Jamaican, but everyone was like, "That's the guy." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but yeah, Ian Wright was there for sure. But it wouldn't it, at the time. Johnny Barnes was the was the name that would ring, like seriously ring in terms of uh, Jamaica. You know what I mean? For me, yeah. And that's definitely some more players for sure. Yeah. All right, since yeah. you. You know, you name that. We we've we've done this in the past, but it was uh, in a different venue. Um, <laughs> but then also after we well, we did it, uh, you there were so many people. You oh my god, I left this right. I left this yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. So you, you already know the question, yeah. and you watch the interviews. You know, you, yeah, yeah. you know what it is. So the question is, who's in your top eleven footballers of all time? Okay, 
Okay, so uh, no particular order uh, for sure. I would have Thierry Henry. Um, again, that's that's just my guy. I follow him all the way through, you know, to the Barcelona's, to the Red Bulls, anywhere, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Like, or TV broadcast in Belgium. I don't care, you know, that guy's my guy. Um, and um, you know, Roberto Carlos for sure, because um, that's that's a modeled after Ronaldinho. Uh, uh, Maradona, uh, Messi, uh, JJ Ococha, I would say. Um, and uh, uh, Iniesta, Iniesta, um, Samuel Eto, um, for sure. I saw him live with Ronaldinho in, at the Red Bulls, at, at New York Red Bulls. That was amazing. Um, Neymar, um, and uh, two more. What, Two more. Okay. Um, did I say Pele already? No, you have said. Oh, no, Pele. I, did I say Merida? I must have said Merida. Yeah, you said Merida. Okay, okay. So one um, more. One more. Um, I probably throw, I probably, um, I mean, there's definitely some names for sure I could put throw in there. And, and then the list is never going to be right. <laughs> never. But I'm going to do a wild card. I'll give you a name that I, Right now, if you had, because it, it, it matters to me right now in terms of youth, is a kid from Belgium, and I posted him in the, in the chat the other day. Uh, 19-year-old Jeremy Doku. Right now. So he's he's what, he's the J. Joe Kocha of the youth. So mm-hmm. that's what I'm going to, I'm going to, nope. So Jeremy D-O-K-U. I'm going to yeah. throw him in there as the 11. Check him out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you have it. Oh, yeah. No, he's 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 a baller. He got yeah. busy during Euros as well. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think his growth potential is going to be uh, in the right environment. He's going to be yeah, yeah, beyond crazy. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, that, that's a good. I mean, that's a good list. Um, it's actually is a lot different than the last time you and I did this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to put some thought. So, in. Last time I had, I think I had um, company all, in there. It, it was all. It was all. It was a combination of France, Arsenal's, yes, and Arsenal. Yes, <laughs> that's yes, sort of yes, like, yes, yeah. Absolutely. It was like it was heavy, no, some, heavy. You Arsenal, me guard back <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, yeah, Arsenal's my team, so my default is like, yeah, I'm gonna start listing the Invincibles <laughs> if I had to for you. So that did. Then now I kind of thought about it a little bit more, but for sure. Yeah. Um, I mentioned Zidane, right? No. You didn't mention either mm. one of the Ronaldos. Yeah, well, I'm good on I'm good on Cristiano, honestly. Well, yeah. <laughs> that's a different story. But you didn't you didn't mention R9. But I didn't mention CR9. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I would have. <laughs> you, you mentioned David. You didn't mention Croy. Uh, I'm, I'm <laughs> honestly more upset about Kafu. Kafu, yeah, about the, the left back. Kafu. Yeah, Kafu. Maldini. All your yeah. people. All your people. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay though. It's okay. That's tough. That's tough. Yeah. <laughs> nah, um, you know, given where you are now, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you know, you play the game. I mean, you grew up in in the game. You played, mm-hmm. um, and then you've been in this role, uh, coach slash. Um, actually, we, you know. Tell us more about where you are currently with Aspire. And and what I want you to touch on is what uh, Aspire is doing, what you're doing in particular Mm -hmm. to, you know, facilitate uh, getting kids 
the opportunity to uh, play in, in college as well as a pro internationally in Europe, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. All right. So like a one minute feeder for what Aspire is a one minute segment on it. It's really just a program that's developed for youths who don't have funding to get into the sport. I would say just blanket statement. That's really what it is. So, um, you know, even if we understand there's league fees and things like that, that need to be paid, but we're flexible. So if a fee is uh, say a hundred dollars, they could pay me 10 this week, 10 next week until they can figure it out. I'm not, we're not like that. We'll front it and they help out or in some cases, some family just don't have the money We'll work with uh, whatever sponsors we have to cover that. Um, and then, so that's really the basis of it is helping youths get into the sport. Um, and then I would almost say it matured into now um, a pathway opportunities for, for folks. And um, that's kind of where we're at right now. I'd say we've always been training and helping getting players up to speed. Um, but then now it's, it's been transitioning a little bit more into, I wouldn't say transition is progressing into, having them playing in the leagues when necessary, um, but more so getting into opportunities of, of pathways um, is, is the two biggest things that we do, I would say, um, in terms of colleges and overseas options and trials. Uh, that, that's kind of our thing. Um, you know, there's a lot of other things that we, that we do, but this is, those are two are the, the main things. So right as of right now, um, we're focused on a lot of the guys that we've had when I was mentioning at the 11, at 11 years old, I've reached a point where now um, it's 2021, they're graduating. So they're, they're 2002s and 2003s uh, birth years um, that are now seniors that were seniors that are now needing to find spots in either colleges or figure out where they're going. And so where I say from a maturity standpoint, which has just been great for me, I'd say a, a big sort of achievement, kind of one of the, one of the big proud moments is that, you know, this year we had a team of 22 people on the roster on, on the, uh, on the first team. We, all, we always had a second team, but the second team was more for just recreational. If you're not really quite there yet, you're just trying to play to play. Um, but we sort of um, moved that team to more of a training team, but, but that 22 man roster, I get now right now it's made up of um, it was made up of seniors and juniors primarily. And there's some, there's a sophomore in there, but they're all have as of, t- as of today, or even say a few weeks ago, all have college offers to play. And that's something that uh, I never imagined would ever happen because now we even have guys that were typically we would have just like the year before all this. So every year our seniors are playing college. So that's a good thing. Um, but this year was the large group. So the last year, I think we had four or five seniors that left off and played the year before it was two. And then this year was what well, the roster was 25, but we have guys who are juniors that already have offers to commit on for the fall. So they are already set based on tournaments that we, I won't say we, we, it's not a crack the code thing, but we definitely figured out a, a good process that works and a, establish a good network with several different coaches, several different programs, um, and, and put a little bit more spotlights on the kids using technology like VO and different things like that to make sure that they get seen, even if they're not at the game, and then sort of um, just literally get offers. I mean, that's the main, you know, main thing. Like, you know, my son, for example, wasn't even planning on playing 
college soccer. He's not going to play college soccer. He never really had it. Like I already done told him the stories about the the one mile in, in, in one mile and six. He's like, no, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he got offers. So he got offers to play from two schools and he's like, no, I'm good. But there's other kids that are like, yeah, I'm taking it and I'm going. And, um, you know, and, and so that is where we're at right now is at a point where we're moving guys in, in positions to go to college, to play in college. Um, and uh, I'd almost want to say then there is the select 1% that are, that are um, I'd say, well, also on, to- on top of that, then there's players that weren't even in our program that we're, we're actually reaching out to, like some of the guys that were at the Chelsea camp. Um, I didn't know him or like one kid, I reached out to him. I was like, I have some college that needs some players. You, you trying to play? And he was like, yeah, I was, I graduated, but I'm working at the gas station, but yeah. And so I was like, all right, well, Spruce, let me show me something. Like show me a film of you juggling or something. Send it to the coach. He's like, yeah, I'll take him. And, and that's a true story that happened after the two kids. Actually, I told the other kid is a free kick. So take some free kicks, show the coach. Hey, you got a nasty free kick. And he's doing all them little you know, little winding kicks and yeah. it goes like, yeah, I'm taking them. So we're now able to, to help <laughs> kids crazy. at that Not age. Like yeah. We're not able to help kids at that age who need to, who want to play in college and also help the coaches, especially to find kids that are, um, that want to be in their program. Um, because that's after discussing with a lot of coaches, one of the challenges is, is commitments. You know I mean? That's one thing our kids don't have a problem with is like, they're worried if the kid's going to commit or take some other school, them kids, you tell them first thing they're gone. You know, it's not like, they're not going to sit there and like, Oh yeah, we're going to hold off for two or three more offers. And not like that. It isn't because they know they never had it. So it's not a, it's it, it. And so, you know, I trust in the process that the coaches will do their best to build them up as best as they can. Uh, but most importantly, they're going to for education. Let's not kid ourselves. So it's really just for them to get in and, and do that. But what I was-